ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وامينه على وحي ومبلغ الناس شرعي ما ترك خيرا الا دل الامه عليه ولا شرا الا حذرها منه فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد ايها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فان من اتقى الله وقاه وارشده الى خير اموره دينه ودنياه اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولا ياتونك بمثل الا جئناك بالحق واحسن تفسيرا and no example or similitude do they bring to oppose or to find in you o muhammad or in this book al-quran but that we reveal to you the truth against that similitude or example and the better explanation thereof qala ibn kathir rahimallahu ta'ala ibn kathir under the explanation of this verse he explains and he says that this is a great sharaf for the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam as wahi is revealed to muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam yani this quran sabahan wa masaan laylan wa nahara that it was revealed to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam during the mornings and the evenings laylan wa nahara and in the afternoons and safaran wa hadaran and when the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he traveled and when he was either in mecca or medina and every time the angel yani jibril alayhi salam he came with the quran and this revelation to muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was like revelations to the previous prophets meaning those books that came before the quran and this is indeed a great honor for the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the other anbiya were honored with this as well so o slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed we realize that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was indeed blessed with a book like no other book and indeed the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he was blessed with his book in it there is no doubt as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says alif lam mim dhalikal kitabu la rayba fi that this is the book al quran and there is no doubt in this book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we know 
We are in the month of Ramadan. A month like no other month. A season like no other season. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon this ummah khayrat and barakat throughout the day. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through divine inspiration to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he then informs us and this hadith is found in the jami of Imam At-Tirmidhi rahimallahu ta'ala that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that there are three people three people that their du'as are not rejected and one of them is the fasting person so sometimes, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we tend to misunderstand this. And we think that to make dua is only at the time of iftar. But the hadith says that the dua is not rejected of a fasting person. Meaning, he doesn't only fast 10 minutes before iftar. He fasts from the time of fajr until the time of Maghrib. So every single minute, every single hour, before every salah, after every salah, if he lifts up his hands and he calls to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his du'as are accepted. So this is the season that we are in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says regarding the season, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيْهِنَاتٍ مِنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ That the month of Ramadan, this is the month in which the book of Allah, Al-Qur'an, it was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam via Jibreel alayhi salam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he then taught this Qur'an and he taught this message to his companions who in return taught it to their students, who taught it to their students, until we have this book, as we have it in today's form. And this is the book, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tilawatan, it is recited as it was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bila tahrif, and there's no changes that has happened in this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remember that Jibreel alayhi salatu was salam, <coughs> he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam during the month of Ramadan, and they would revise the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Jibreel, he would revise to Jibreel what he has gotten through the year in revelation. In the final Ramadan before the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they revised the Qur'an twice during the month of Ramadan. And this in itself is a lesson. This in itself shows us the importance of the Qur'an and the month of Ramadan. Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah be pleased with her. She said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or that every year Jibreel, he used to revise the Qur'an with me once only, but the year he was going to leave, he revised it twice. Now with regards to revision, the hadith says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
they had some form of interaction yani as in recitation and some form of learning as well so this shows us that to read the Quran is one thing but to spend time and learning the Quran especially during the month of Ramadan there is great rewards in this <coughs> Ibn Abbas radiyallahu an he says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam kana nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wasallam ajwad nas that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the most generous of people wa ajwad ma yakunu fi ramadan and that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he was even more generous during the month of Ramadan hina yalqahu jibril and jibril would come وَكَانَ جِبْرِيلُ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ يَلْقَاهُ فِي كُلِّ لَيْلَةٍ مِنْ رَمَضَانِ And he would meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every night during the month of Ramadan. فَيُدَارِسُهُ الْقُرْآنِ And this is the word. He doesn't just say that he recited the Quran. He said that they studied the Quran. فَلَا رَسُولُ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam أَجْوَدُ بِالْخَيْرِ مِنَ الْرِيحِ الْمُرْسَلَةِ And that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was more generous than a fast wind. So slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the month of Ramadan is a month of giving as well. The month of Ramadan is a month of spending. The month of Ramadan is a month of feeding people. The month of Ramadan is a month of taking your money and giving it to the poor. And sometimes it's not just about giving it to a particular organization and leaving it like that. Sometimes it's about taking the money, buying something and going out and going to see the condition of your people. Because many a times, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that we only are giving charity during the month of Ramadan. Once the month of Ramadan is finished, then charity is also ended. And how many people, they don't just suffer during the month of Ramadan, they don't just become hungry during the month of Ramadan, they don't just have clo- don't have clothing during the month of Ramadan, but this is a cycle that happens for many people throughout the year. We are living in a time where many people have lost jobs. We are living in a time where many people don't have that same income that they maybe had three or four years ago. So the month of Ramadan is a time that we take the lessons from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam huwa kana ajwadun nas that he was the most generous of people but during the month of Ramadan he was even more generous. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how do I combine my recitation of the Qur'an was standing in Salah. Let us look at this reward. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man qama ramadana imanan wahtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhambi. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that whosoever stands in qiyamul layl, whosoever stands in the night prayer, and call it whatever you want to call it, Salatul Tarawih, Qiyamul Layl, Nafsu Shay. It's the same thing. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he never distinguished. But he stood 
And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that whomsoever stands during the night prayer in the month of Ramadan, imanan, with faith, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wahdisaban, and hoping to receive the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhambi, then know that his previous sins will be forgiven. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, an Ubbat ibn Amir qala kharaja Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa nahnu fi safa faqala ayyukum yuhibbu ayyad duwa kulla yawmin ila buthan aw ila aqiq fayatiya minhu binaqataini kawmawaini fi ghayri ismi wala qat'i rahim faqulna ya Rasulullah نحب ذلك قال أفلا يغدو أحدكم إلى المسجد فيعلم أو يقرأ آيتين من كتاب الله عز وجل خيرا له من ناقتين وثلاث خيرا له من ثلاث وأربع خير له من أربع ومن أعدادهن من الإبل عقبة بن عامر ريبوتد تدوي when we were in Sufa and we were sitting with the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to us, which of you would like to go out every morning to Buthan or Al-Aqiq and bring two large she-camels without being guilty of sin or without severing ties of kingship? They all, we said, O Messenger of Allah, we would like to do that. Upon this, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, does not one of you go out in the morning to the mosque and teach or recite two verses from the book of Allah, the majestic and the glorious, that is better for him than two she-camels, and three verses are better than three she-camels, and four verses are better than four she-camels, and two on the number in camels. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we see that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he is informing us and he's teaching us something, that who of you are going to go out and learn the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it's one ayah a day, whether it's two ayat a day, but memorize the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, implement what the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at the next hadith, An Abi Umamata radiyallahu anhu qala, Sami'tu Rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, Iqra'u al-Qur'an, he said that recite the book of Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala Fa'innahu ya'ti yawma al-qiyamati Shafi'an li-ashabihi Rawahu Muslim The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He says recite the book of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Read the book of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala For indeed this book of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Will come as an intercessor For its reciters on the day of resurrection and know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on that day, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ That know that on that day, when we are going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُ وَلَا بَنُونَ That neither your wealth, 
On this dunya you can have so much money. On this dunya we can have this beautiful car. On this dunya we can have a beautiful house. On this dunya we can have the best of things. But on the day of Qiyamah, none of these things is going to benefit. On this dunya we can have the best of children. We can give them the best of educations. They can be the most obedient of children. But on that day, what's going to happen? You're going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is going to assist you? Illa man atallaha biqalbin salim. Is that you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a pure heart. And of the most important things to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a pure heart is to have the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one. La ma'bud bihaq illa Allah. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is the one that we dedicate all our worship to that we dedicate all our duas to that we dedicate all our salawat to that everything is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those days of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu kala kala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul inna lillahi ahlina min that Anas ibn Malik he said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he informed him and he said that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has his own people amongst mankind qalu ya rasul Allah manhum so the companions this was their nature that whenever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he said and he asked him a question, then they would ask the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what do you mean? So in this instance, they asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who is the family of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Hum ahlul Qur'an, ahlullahi wa khasatuhu. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that the family of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ahlul Qur'an, is the people of the Qur'an and they are the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has close servants to him and they are like the family to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these are the people of the Qur'an. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know that your relationship with the Qur'an is, does not just stop by tilawatan. It does not just stop by reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our relationship with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needs to go beyond just the recitation of the Qur'an. Our relationship with the book of Allah, it needs to come to that level where we implement what the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. How many people, they can recite the Qur'an in the most beautiful of voices, but yet this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not go further than their throats. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that this Qur'an, that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indeed a cure. Know that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is indeed a cure for the physical body and for the inner body. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ And we have sent down this book, 
We are sent down from the Quran that which is a healing and a mercy to those who believe in Allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that shifa like I mentioned yashmalu kawnuhu shifa'an lil qalb min amradihi. Know that this book is a cure for our hearts from all types of sickness whether it is hasad whether it is jealousy whether it is hatred for someone whether it is ghiba whether it is gossip these are all amradu kulub these are all illnesses of the heart and know that the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a cure it is also a cure for those kana indahum shak fi din Allah for those that have doubt in the book of or the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one nifaq and they have hypocrisy then it is time to turn back to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa qawnu shifa'an lil ajsam and know that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is a cure for the bodies idha ruqiya alayhi bihi that if you recite for example I have a headache and I recite the Mu'awwadatayn, and I recite Surah Al-Fatiha, and I recite verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, and I have a firm conviction that because my recitation is going to cure me through the grace and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then know that this recitation is going to cure me. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the month of Ramadan is indeed a month, it is a madrasa, it is a school that changes needs to take place. And this month of Ramadan is also not a school or a place that I make a certain change for 29 or 30 days. And then the day of Eid comes and I forget the changes that I made. If we look at the relationship that our pious predecessors had with the book of Allah, وَكَانَ سَلَفْ رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَتْلُونَ الْقُرْآنَ فِي شَهْرِ رَمَضَانِ فِي الصَّلَاةِ وَغَيْرِهَا That if we look at our pious predecessors, then we will find that during the month of Ramadan, they read the Quran inside Salah and outside of Salah. So Salah, the Quran, the recitation was not just limited to Salah. Or it was not just limited to sitting and reading out of the Mus'haf, out of Salah. But they combined both. So they would spend time in Salah, reading. Remember the hadith, Man qama Ramadan, that whosoever stands in the month of Ramadan. And they would sit and recite the book of Allah outside Salah. فَكَانَ الْأَسْوَدُ And Aswad, may Allah be pleased with him. يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ فِي كُلِّ لَيْلَتَيْنِ فِي رَمَضَانِ that he would recite the Qur'an and he would finish a khatam every two nights in the month of Ramadan. وَكَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ أَنَّخَعِي And Ibrahim أَنَّخَعِي رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ فِي الْعَشْرِ الْأَوَاخِرِ مِنْ وُخَاسَ فِي بَقِيَّةِ شَهْرِ فِي الثَّلَاثِ And Ibrahim أَنَّخَعِي He would do the same as Aswad did in the last ten nights of Ramadan. And throughout the month, the first 20 nights, he would complete a khatam every three nights. وَكَانَ قَتَادَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْ 
Rahimallahu ta'ala yakhtim fi kulli sab'i da'iman. And every seven days he would complete a khatam. But in Ramadan, fi kulli thalathi wa fi ashri al-awakhir kulli layla. In the month of Ramadan, every three nights he finishes a khatam in the first 20 nights. And the last 10 nights, every single night he finishes a khatam. وَكَانَ إِمَامْ الزُّهْرِ رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And Imam Az-Zuhri, he said, إِذَا دَخَلَ رَمَضَانَ When the month of Ramadan enters, he would say, فَإِنَّمَا هُوَ تِلَاوَةُ الْقُرْآنَ That now is the time for the recitation of the Qur'an. وَإِطْعَامُ الطَّعَامُ And now is the time not to feed your belly. Now is the time to feed the people. Those people that are suffering, those people that are poor, feed them, spend on the poor, cook for them, give them food so they can also have a good Ramadan, so they can also worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a full stomach. وَكَانَ إِمَا مَالِكَ رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى إِذَا دَخَلَ رَمَضَانَ يَفَرُّ مِنْ قِرَاعَةِ الْحَدِيثِ وَمَجَالِسَةُ أَهْلِ الْعِينَ And Imam Malik رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Imam Daru when the month of Ramadan entered, he would leave off the majalis of hadith, and he would leave off the majalis of ilm, and he would just spend time with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this, my beloved brothers, this was the hal, this was the condition of our pious predecessors. Many of us, we won't maybe be able to read 10 khatams and 20 khatams, but at least we can take our time every single day during this month of Ramadan and spend it with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At least we can spend a certain amount of time with the book of Allah, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours, whether it's three hours, but take time Make a barunamij, make a timetable, and work out that I'm going to read a portion of the Qur'an every single day during this month of Ramadan. Whether it's a Jews, whether it's two Jews, whether it's three ajaza, whatever you are capable with, but be consistent. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that whosoever recites a letter from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will be credited with a good deed, and a good deed gets a tenfold reward. And I do not say that alif lamim is one letter, but alif is a letter, lam is a letter, and mim is a letter. So ponder over this. Minimum of ten rewards, alif lamim, minimum thirty rewards, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine the whole Qur'an. Imagine half the Qur'an. Imagine a quarter of the Qur'an. But we need to make an effort in reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنَّا نَسْأَلُوا بِأَسْمَاءِ الْحُسْنَى وَصِفَاتِهِ الْعُلَى أَنْ يَغْفِرَ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا جَمِيعًا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الذين يستمعون القول فيتبعون أحسنا أولئك الذين هداهم الله وأولئك هم أولو الألباب
الحمد للہ الحمد للہمتنان وشد اللہ اللہ وحدہ لا شریق وشد ان محمد صلی اللہ وسلم علیہ وعلیہ وصحبہ اجمعین اما بعد بعد اللہ اتق اللہ تعالی فإن من اتق الله وقاه وأرشده إلى خير أمور دينه ودنياه وبلاوت برادرز الله سبحانه وتعالى he mentions and he says أفلا يتدبرون القرآن ولو كان من عند غير الله لوجدوا فيه اختلافا كثيرا الله سبحانه وتعالى says do they not then ponder or do they not then consider the Quran carefully and this is of the lessons that we can take from the madrasa and the school of Ramadan that yes we recite the book of Allah but do we take lessons from the book of Allah do we ponder on the book of Allah أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ أَمْ عَلَى قُلُوبٍ أَقْفَالُهَا do they not think deeply in the Quran or are their hearts locked up from understanding it This is something that we need to ask ourselves. This is something that we need to ponder about. Is this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala merely a book that I recite? Is this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a book that I merely just take off the shelf? Every Ramadan comes and I dust it off. The night of Eid comes, I put it back and I never open it. Do I know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to me in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-Furqan وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَحْجُورًا The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he complained and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said Oh Allah he said يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَحْجُورًا The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that Oh my Lord verily my people Surah Al-Furqan verse 30 That verily my people have deserted this book, the Qur'an They neither listen to the book of Allah They neither recite the book of Allah yani They neither practice on the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And each of us, we should ponder Each of us should ask ourselves What is my relationship with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Abdullah ibn Amr, he reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Fasting and the Qur'an will intercede for the servant on the day of resurrection. And the fasting will say, O oh Allah, I prevented him from food and drink during the day, so let me intercede for him. The Qur'an will say, O oh Allah, I prevented him from sleeping during the night, so let me intercede for him. Thus, they will both intercede for him. Rawahu Ahmad. 